All right, everybody, welcome back to your favorite podcast on the internet. It's it's been too long, but but we're back, and uh, yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, it's great to be here, Mark, and uh, I know y'all have been missing out on the quality content, um, so that's why we're here. That's why we're back. It's it's for the people. We're uh, men of the people, so yeah, gotta give the people what they want. Um, and, and with that, basically what we're looking to do with the podcast is uh, return to our, our weekly episode. Um, you know, it's, it's been a crazy year and uh, we're just, we're kind of getting back to, getting back to basics and, you know, we, we missed the podcast, we missed making it. And so we really want to try and start it up again and um, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to stick to the weekly episode and, you know. Give, give the people that that podcast that they've been missing for, I don't even know how long, a few months. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's definitely been too long. And, you know, um, the Twitter is going to be firing up pretty soon. We're going to have some great stuff coming out on the Twitter um, uh, at the Mark Mike Show. So uh, keep an eye on that. Um, we'll drop weekly episodes there and uh, keep you updated with some other fun things. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, actually, you know, kind of talking about the Twitter, um, it, it's been a while since we, we put out tweets, but uh, one of the tweets I put out, maybe it was, it honestly might have even been April, um, but I thought this was really cool, so I'll just mention it really quickly. Um, you know, I put out a tweet talking about which, what's, what's your song of quarantine, basically, um, and uh, I thought it was really cool. Some of the people who replied uh, mentioned, you know, different artists, different bands in their in their reply, and some of those bands, some of those artists, retweeted the tweet or liked the tweet. And I don't know. I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I think that's that's really neat. We're hoping to reach out to some more people this uh, this this year, I guess, um, over the next few months. Um, this summer series coming up is going to be yes, sir. Uh, fire. So <laughs> um, get ready uh, to take the heat. So yeah, with that, um, yeah, we're just going to dive right in. Basically, um, yeah, so Mike, basically something that we've got into the past past few months, past, I don't know, since really I would say this school year um, is, is lo-fi. Uh, and if you don't know what lo-fi is, basically... You take uh, popular music and sort of put put a beat to it, or I mean, you could just create. It could just be beats um, that you create on your own. So uh, basically, yeah, we've really gotten into lo-fi, and um, yeah, it's 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 been cool. So kind of want to share that with you guys. Um, yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts on lo-fi, Mike? Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, I think that it's great when you have a song um, that you already enjoy. And then someone has taken it, um, kind of stripped it down, and then made it their own with their own beats and um, just recreated it. You still have that connection to it, but uh, it adds in something new and something a little bit exciting. Like, oh, this is something I haven't heard before. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, with that, it's you see the uh, uh, a lot of times, you know, they'll take theme music from your favorite show or, um, you know, your favorite movie or something like that, where you sort of built up that, 
that love with the love of the characters, familiarity with the characters, and um, that music just sort of brings that familiarity. Um, but it's something different. It's a little a little bit of a different spice that you you know you haven't really heard before. Um, one of the one of my favorite, I guess you would call it lo-fi um, remixes, sort of is uh, Secret Tunnels trap remix um, from Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's it takes it takes a goofy like kind of fun song, um, and it, it it sort of just remakes it and and brings it brings it makes it a little more hype and. It's, it, it's, yeah, so that's, it's really good. Oh, yeah, and Secret Tunnel, already great on its own. Like, <laughs> who doesn't love uh, the Gypsy guy just singing Secret Tunnel? Like, that's great. But, um, you know, just, like, adding it, adding in those beats and stuff, um, you know, it does make it a little bit more exciting. Uh, one thing we've talked about before is um, how, how great lo-fi music is for studying. Um, yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, I used to not listen to any music while studying because I was like, oh, it's too distracting. Like, I can't do lyrics. Um, classical music puts me to sleep. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, you spin some lo-fi and it's just, man, uh, I can stay awake. The beat's keeping me awake, but it's a, it's still something I'm enjoying listening to. You know, it's mm -hmm. not um, something like, oh, I don't know what this is, where it's going. Like if it's something I'm familiar with, like a song that's been remixed, you know, I, I, I can follow along like, okay, uh, I like this and it's keeping me going, you know? Yeah. And it sort of, it, especially when you're studying to it, it, it can just sort of fade into the background a little bit. Cause yeah, you do have that familiarity and it is kind of just, you know, the beats are enough to, to keep it upbeat, you know, classical music, classical music is great. Um, but Sometimes when you're studying, it's late at night, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to use classical music because it just, it makes you tired. Um, and it doesn't have necessarily have that, um, upbeat, you know, blood pumping. Um, and not that lo-fi is like really, you know, crazy or anything. Like it's just, it just, it's just enough to, you know, keep you interested and, uh, keep, keep you engaged, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh, do a little head bob, a little foot tap, uh, kind of just keep you keep you motivated. Um, yeah, adds in a little bit of energy without being overwhelming. Yeah, exactly, and I feel like that's a big thing, especially studying. You know, you want you want a little bit of energy, but you don't necessarily need um, you know you don't need too much to to be studying. And so yeah, I mean, you don't need like. Shakira blasting in the background. Next thing you know, like your table's falling over, you're like dancing. So it's, it's, yeah, it's not anything that, that crazy, but you know, um, it gets you, gets you, uh, focused, I'd, I'd say. Um, yeah. And, and that the other cool thing too is a lot of people are super creative with it. You know, they'll take theme music from The Office or theme music from Avatar or something like that and they'll, um, yeah, like Mike said, just strip it down and, and make it something new, something different, but also, yeah, it has that familiarity. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a really interesting genre that I feel like I didn't really, uh, you know, I didn't really see that before. Um, so like being introduced to it and sort of, 
you know, just learning about it and sort of the more, the more that happens, the more I find lo-fi music that I like. And um, so I don't know. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I'd say one of my favorites is from a show that um, I really only watched recently, uh, Gravity Falls. Great show. Uh, it is a great show. And if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend watching it. There's only two seasons. Each episode's about 20 minutes. But uh, man, it's it's really well written, I'd say. Um, it's technically a kid's show, but even now I, I enjoyed watching it. It had great storyline, uh, great character development too, but the intro. Their intro song is one of the best I've ever heard, and there's no lyrics to their intro, right? Um, which is an impressive thing to do. Um, and so I've been going back and listening to the, the lo-fi um, lo-fi remix of the intro for Gravity Falls, and, and that's been great, just listening that to that on loop. Um, and that's, I think, another thing. Like, you can listen to these songs on loop without getting, getting tired of them because there's no lyrics involved. It's not like you're hearing the same thing. And like you said, it fades to the background. Yeah, exactly. And I think it, it, it is fresh enough. It is different enough. Like, I mean, you obviously, when you're watching the show, you're hearing it almost every time. Um, and so, yeah, you obviously, you know, hear it a lot, but then it, it's not quite the same. It's a little different, has a little bit, a little bit of added flavor. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree. Uh, Gravity Falls, great show. It is a kid show, but I mean, any kid show that's worth watching should be adults should have some level of interest in it, especially if it's made for kids, you know, uh, that aren't necessarily like um, elementary school, you know, um, like maybe middle school type kids. My siblings, you know, are around that age. So I, I watch a lot of shows with them and Gravity Falls is one of the shows that we watched. And um, yeah, it's just it it all. Good lo-fi can come out of any show, but I think it takes a great a great theme um, to make a great lo-fi. So, um, yeah, with that, basically, uh, we're going to tr we're going to create a lo-fi playlist. Uh, put it up on the Twitter. It'll be a Spotify playlist. Um, and yeah, it's something different from the playlist that we released uh, the summer the summer playlist. But it's really we're really excited about it. Something to share with you guys. Something different. You know, it's, it's getting towards uh, final season, exam season. So, you know, getting that, uh, that lo-fi mixed playlist, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, get you through exams and then um, get you chilling for the beginning of summer. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be good. It's going to be different. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, if you've never listened to lo-fi, give it a try. It's, it's really worth a, worth a try and... You know, it's not it's not the type of music that you'd necessarily be listening to, you know, on a summer day with the windows down. But like, it's it's definitely something um, for those those quiet, like maybe a little quieter, more intimate, like moments where you know you you got to grind out this paper or whatever. Or, you know, you're doing some work, a little bit more focus. I think I think that's the one of the advantages of lo-fi. It's like definitely helps to focus. Um, so yeah. Look for the lo-fi playlist coming out. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be, you're going to enjoy it. It'll, it'll have some, you know, some more chill songs, some more hype songs, but it'll, you know, stick to that lo-fi, uh, lo-fi brand. So, so uh, with that, yeah, we're just going to take a, a quick break and we'll be back for sort of our main segment of the day. And uh, 
yeah, so talk to you guys in a few. everybody we are back this is the mark and mike show um follow us on twitter at the mark make mike show um and yeah so we're, we're back here with our our main segment of the day um you know typically how we go with the show is you know we kind of just chat it up for for a little bit in that first segment brings bring you guys something funny something different um and then, yeah, we get, we'll dive into a little bit of a deeper discussion. So, um, yeah, with that, Mike's going Mike's gonna to kick us off. Yeah, and honestly, I think um, coming in with, like, starting out with the lo-fi uh, is a great segue into this topic because I'd really like to talk about uh, expectations and going into things with uh, kind of those preconceived notions. Because um, I know initially I was thinking, like, um, like at least with lo-fi and music in general, like for studying and stuff, I was like, I can't do that. Like it's too distracting or like it, if it is, you know, a slower song, like I'm just going to fall asleep. I can't focus. But then, you know, you find something like lo-fi and it's like, oh, well, actually this is really helping me out, like helping me get through this work. And it's, you know, I, I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about how uh, those preconceived notions can sometimes stop us from finding something that we really do enjoy doing. Um, so, um, what do you, what do you think about that, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's definitely a mental block for a lot of people. Is you know, um, sort of putting up that wall of an expectation, whether that's um, something that you want to try or something that you know, kind of has a, this connotation in, in your own mind that sort of stops you from trying it or doing something different or whatever that expectation is, or even some sort of event um, that you think it's going to go one way or some situation that you think it's going to go a certain direction and being able to, you know, adapt and, and understand like, oh, wow, this was not what I was expecting at all. And, and, you know, having that sort of like roadblock of expectation, sometimes you can't handle that, that, that change, that, you know, that sharp left turn that you weren't expecting, something like that. So, yeah, I think expectations are really important, and that can be a huge block for, for a lot of people. Yeah, and I think one thing naturally, just as humans, like that it's just very difficult um, and more so for some people than others, but like transitions can be very difficult. Um, and just trying to be like, oh, well, how is this going to affect me? How is this new situation going to play out? Um, so you, you almost like try to make up these expectations, like this mental image of how things are going to play out. So you're almost more secure and safe going into, um, into that new situation. 
Uh, whereas like in reality, you, you may not have any information on what this new situation is going to be, but if you're going in with like, oh, this, this mental image, like, okay, this is how it's going to play out. And this is what I'm clinging to so that in my mind, I'm still safe. I'm still okay. Um, I think that that can be, um, detrimental to, uh, like personal progress. I think, um, you know, if you, like, and then if you add in, um, different personality aspects, like I know some people tend to be more pessimistic than others. And if you go in with a mental image that's in a pessimistic light, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to try new things. It's going to hold me back. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I think this is something that, that we've talked about just, especially with, um, you can put it in any context really, but, uh, any, a great example is sort of, um, like is running can be used in running. Um, going into a race, going into a race, like you really, you think, you know, and you think, um, this is how it's going to go. Um, but 99% of the time it goes, not the way that you had envisioned. Um, and some outs, there's so many outside factors that you can't control. Um, and I think that can be applied to just life in general. Um, you know, for example, we, uh, we had some teammates that, that got COVID, um, you know, in the, in the past few weeks. And it's just like, there's no control over that. You know, it's like, obviously everyone does what we're supposed to do with, with, um, you know, different protocols or whatever, but ultimately you, you know, you can't really affect that. And if you, um, maybe had the expectation of not, you know, not having that affect you at all. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, a lot of things are changed. Like I can't leave my house. I can't go to the track meet or I can't go to class. And and some people, um, you know, it's, that can be really difficult to deal with. And, and I think a lot of that deals, a lot of that is sort of expectations. Um, you have a certain expectation, um, that you, you had laid out and, and sometimes, yeah, it's like that completely gets shattered. And how do you react to that? I think how react, how you react to changes in situations, changes in environment, changes in, you know whatever it is around you is, is really important. Yeah. And, uh, I like what you said there because it kind of touches on when you have those expectations going in and it's not how you planned out, like it doesn't pan out the way you thought it would, um, how that can just lead to avoidance of the situation. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is not what I expected. I'm shutting down. Like, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm gonna, um, waste my energy on other things that like try to uh, avoid the discomfort of the situation with like distractions and you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm still doing something productive, but it's not the thing that I don't want to think about. Um, and I think there has to be, um, like some adaptability, you know, like my, my dad always used to say adaptability is one of the most important life skills you can, you can learn. And that's the thing. It's, it's something you have to learn with, the unexpected situations. Yeah, definitely. And and I think I like your point about avoidance because it, it's so easy to, it, instead of facing that discomfort, that, you know, that shift in 
your view of what's going on around you, it's so easy to just avoid that and just be like, ah, oh, nah, this, it, I wasn't, I didn't, you know, I, I'm not down for this. Like I, I thought it was going to be something else, you know? And especially when it's something, um, I think <laughs> anything that's worthwhile, uh, you're going to have to fight through some discomfort. It's not just going to be, everything's going to be easy all the time. And, you know, you just waltz your way to, you know, happiness. I think there's so many things that are um, <laughs> worthwhile that you have to struggle for, you have to fight for. And I think, you know, in our situation right now, it's like school. School sometimes is is terrible. It's it's hard, but it would be really easy to just be like, you know what? I don't really want to do this. I This is going to be too much. Um, and it's like, I, maybe I was expecting it to be easier. And so being met with that and being uh, being able to sort of say, well, this is harder than I thought it was going to be, and it's not very fun, but I'm going to get through it. And, and I think that's, that's sort of the road to progress and the road to personal, personal growth is that idea of you're faced with something and, you know, something that you weren't expecting, something that, that's challenging, something that's difficult, and, and sort of being able to react positively to that, react well to that. So, yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, yeah, going into that a little deeper, um, like when you see these situations, um, and it's not how you expected, um, it's important to acknowledge like, okay, my expectations, they weren't it, like they, they didn't play out. Um, things didn't play out as I thought they would. Um, as opposed to like, uh, saying to yourself like, oh, well, I should be able to do this right. kind of like sticking with your expectations and saying like, I should be able to do this, but I can't. And then you just get down on yourself and it's like this, this cycle. But when you kind of reconfigure your, your mindset, like, Oh, okay. This is different than what I was expecting. I'm acknowledging it's different. And yes, it's hard or like, it's not what I was expecting. And from there, that point of being honest, like, oh, I'm acknowledging this, we can move forward. I don't have to avoid it, even though I know it's hard. Like acknowledging that it's hard is going to be so much better than just saying like, like avoiding acknowledging it at all. Like um, you wanna be able to say like, okay, yeah, this is a challenging situation, whether it's like uh, this paper I have to do, or um, I'm about to run this race, or um, I have to do this project for work. Like. Um. Yeah, exactly. And even, I mean, even it could be a difficult conversation. I think sometimes that's something that I, you know, it's, you have expectations going in and it's like, oh man, I really don't want to have to bring this up or I don't want to have to talk to this person or confront this person about something. And it doesn't even have to be something that's necessarily um, like a, a bad thing. It's just like, oh man, this is going to be a little bit challenging to talk about with this person. Um, you know, it could be something like that. And I, I really, yeah, I really liked your point about, um, you know, acknowledgement. I think acknowledgement is, it's so, it's so important to acknowledge. And, and like you're saying, yeah, you don't want to stick with your expectations at that point, you know, because um, <laughs> you're kind of just burying yourself deeper. You're, instead of taking that acknowledgement and, you know, sort of, okay, this is my new base level, you're sort of just digging yourself a bigger hole where you really, it's not possible to get out of because you, you've 
kind of buried yourself with your own expectations. Yeah, like trying to force it. Yeah. And I, I think that's obviously like something that could be really easily applied to running because you get in very discomforting discom- dis, um, situations. But, you know, that can, that can be applied to anything in life, really. And, and I think that's, that's the beauty of running, but also the, the great thing about, um, you know, uh, just being able to apply and learn life lessons from, you know, just different experiences in life, whether that's running, whether that's school, whether that's, you know, whatever um, those experiences are. But, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to learn for sure. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then going forward, like you are able to go forward at that point, like, okay, um, instead of digging deeper with your expectations, it's like, okay, I'm once again on like level ground, level ground. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's a launching point at that point. You can be adaptable from a point of honesty and acknowledgement. Like I'm not as strong as I thought I was in this area. I'm going to have to work harder now. Um, instead of saying like, I should be able to do it. Yeah. These were what my expectations were going into it. So, um, yeah, having that ability just mentally to reconfigure and like kind of do the paradigm shift. Um, yeah, yeah, that's really important. And, and that's the thing too, is like being able to, sometimes it's hard to acknowledge, yeah, that we are weak, that we failed or that we didn't do something as well as we would have liked. Um, because it's embarrassing. It's like, oh man, I really thought I was going to be able to do that better. And, you know, being able to admit that to others, but being able to admit that to ourselves is, is so important because if we don't admit that to ourselves, like, man, that was like, that was hard. I, I wish I did better with that. You know, um, if we don't, if we're not honest with ourselves, but with other people as well, obviously, like, you're not going to be able to, um, to go forward. I think that's, that's really important. Yeah. And that takes just a lot of patience, like with yourself. Uh, I think, you know, we can go in with those expectations. Like this is who I am. Like I already know everything about myself. So I don't need to be patient with myself or be like, okay, like kind of, like we said, acknowledge, um, the weaknesses we have. Um, but, you know, if you are patient with yourself, it's going to be a lot easier for you to do that, that shift of, okay, acknowledging there are things I need to work on. Um, so I think looking for those opportunities to be patient with yourself and then also those opportunities that are going to be uncomfortable, not necessarily like seeking out um, just like, oh, I want to make myself uncomfortable, but like those right. situations <laughs> naturally arise, you know. Um, yeah yeah and just instead of um i think we get into the habit of practicing avoidance Mm -hmm. more often than not so trying to recognize those situations and then um when our expectations don't play out then being honest but patient with ourselves in those situations so we can move forward yeah yeah exactly and and that's the thing is i think a lot of times our harshest critics are not other people but ourselves we're our own worst enemy in a sense sometimes because we hold ourselves to such high standards and sometimes you just have to take a step back and and sort of look at the objective reality of the situation rather than you know what you how you have framed it in your own mind because sometimes in reality 
it looks a lot different than the way that we're looking at it. And, and I think that's, you know, that's something that we need to do as well. And, and part of that is, you know, you have to communicate with others to do that. They can help you to sort of see from a different light. Because sometimes we get so focused and it's like, if I don't do this, then I absolutely fail no matter what. It doesn't matter. And and sometimes sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's good to hold yourself to a high standard, but you know, you have to acknowledge a lot of the external factors and, and some of those expectations lead you to forget all of the other things around you that are part of the situation. You know, it's like you can control what you can control, but there are often a lot of things around you that you can't control and you can't, you know, force yourself to hit, you know, reach a certain level uh, like strive after a certain standard if, if you don't acknowledge other other factors as well. I think that's... Yeah, no, and I think um, one thing recently that's um, that's been applicable to my life is recovering from coronavirus. Like uh, recently I, I had coronavirus and um, coming back into working out and running, um, kind of expecting like almost going in with that fear, like, oh, I'm not going to be as, as good as I was before. Um, and then going in and I did, um, man, I did like five workouts in four days trying to catch <laughs> up. And that's just not how it works. By the end of the week, I was, I was worn out. Like, um, and that's not where we want to be going into end of the season. So recognizing, okay, this is where you wanted to be. This is where you were. And kind of, you have to manage the situation, like recognize the factors in the situation. Like I couldn't control getting sick. Like that wasn't something that was within my power to stop, but going back into workouts, I could have been like, all right, we're going to see how I feel. Maybe, um, wait a few days between workouts so yeah. that we can, yeah. um, you can, you know, I can, um, kind of feel things out a little better. Um, but yeah, cause it's, it'll catch up to you. Um, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I think expectations are really important and obviously there's a lot of other factors that play into that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, any, any final thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, I just say, you know, give each situation a chance, like each new opportunity, um, each new situation is an opportunity for you to um, kind of go in free. Like you don't have to um, go in afraid. You don't have to go in like putting the situation in a box. Like you can go in and just kind of get the lay of the land. Mm -hmm. Like see, see how it is. See it how it is. Um, and just practice having those honest eyes and um, patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Yeah, and uh, just to close it out, it's kind of one final thought, basically. Something that Mike and I have talked about, you know, um, and with, with specifically with, you know, running, but this can be applied beyond that is, you know, sometimes you enter a situation and you're sort of like the character in a video game. Um, you just get dropped into a situation and it's not necessarily... Uh, you know, you don't really know what's going on and you sort of just have to, you know, 
observe and see how things play out and, um, you know, not let those expectations, yeah, box you in. And um, looking at it like that is, is something that I found very, it's funny, but it's also, you know, it's kind of true. It's like, there's a lot of situations where, you know, you just kind of get dropped in and it's like, okay, uh, what's going on here, you know? <laughs> like that video game character, so. So uh, with that, yeah, we'll just take a, take a little break and then we're gonna wrap up the show. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed that, that discussion. guys we are back for our final segment of the day um we're just gonna have a little fun uh i'm gonna quiz mike on uh just a handful of states and capitals from the u.s i feel like geography happens to be a pretty common topic on this show we've talked about geography pretty frequently um so i'm gonna quiz him on states and capitals see see what see what he really knows about geography um all right you're not ready for this i'm great at geography <laughs> I'm, I'm not as good as my brother though. He's like, he knows like every uh, state in Canada. I don't, do they even have states in Canada? Provinces, I think. Provinces. Okay. Well, maybe I'm not that great at geography. I mean, but... I, I've been to Canada and I don't know the provinces. So I mean, Canada. To to be honest, like Canada is irrelevant. But um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But so we're not we're not quizzing on Canada. No, today. Canada. No, we're gonna go with U.S. states and capitals. Uh, and I'm going to just quiz Mike. I'm going to, I'm going to give him five states and capitals. I'll try to get some that are a little obscure, some, you know, maybe try and stump him. But if he gets, if he gets four out of five, um, we'll, we'll put up a little, uh, uh, you know, prize for the fans up, up on Twitter. I'm playing for you. So, you know, he's playing, he's playing for your hearts. All right, here we go. All right. So first one, what is the capital of Michigan? Oh, oh, you almost, okay, I almost said, I know it's not Ann Arbor, but it's, it's Lansing. It is I Lansing. I almost said Ann Arbor because I know you're from the Ann Arbor area, aren't true. you? True, this is true. So yeah, no, you got it, that is correct. So one for one, um, let's see, next one, what is the capital of Washington? Washington, like the state? The state, yeah. The state, Okay. Oh, um, is it Seattle? Incorrect. No. <laughs> it is Olympia. No way. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you really don't hear about Olympia very much. You definitely only hear about, uh, about Seattle, but yeah, it's actually Olympia. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Next one. Um, this should be an easy one. Like you just moved to South Carolina. So what is the capital of South Carolina? Uh, Columbia. Correct. All right. It's two for three. Two for three. Not bad. Not bad. Um, we're going to go with, uh, you know, something, something close to, close to home, uh, Ohio. Uh, Columbus. Columbus. Correct. Yes. All right. That's, that's four, right? 
That's a three for four. Three for four. Oh, okay. So I have to get one more. You have to get this last one correct, and I, I'm going to try and make it, a, make it a challenging one for you. Um, let me see. I think, uh, personally, I, I, I don't know. Like, if someone asked me this, I'd probably get it wrong. But we do have a couple of teammates from this area. What is the capital of New Hampshire? Oh, New Hampshire. <laughs> oh, man. I can picture it. Man. I know Danny's from Manchester. It's not Manchester. It's it is not Manchester. Not Manchester. Oh, man. Um, Do you know it? You don't know. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It starts with the letter C. Oh, okay. Uh, starts with a C. It's got to be. I don't know. Is it Columbus? Columbia? No. <laughs> uh, incorrect. All right. Sorry, everyone. Um, you can only get three out of five. Uh, the correct answer to the capital of New Hampshire is Concord. Concord. Oh, man. So. I was on the tip of my tongue. You know, uh, maybe next week um, we'll have we'll have another contest and a little prize. Um, <clears throat> I know we used to do the what is my phone battery percentage at. Um, and since we're recording this, you might be a little bit harder to guess. Also, I got a new phone, so it's the battery's slightly better. <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely we'll definitely keep doing little uh, fun like contests and stuff and yeah, like Mike mentioned earlier, uh, we'll probably have a guest on our next show. Hopefully, Sweet. we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, we're we got a lot of things in the works. The Lo-Fi playlist coming out. A lot of things. Anything you want to see um, or hear about on the show? Any uh, you know, just memes or whatever. Share it with us. You know where to reach us at the Mark Mike Show. Um, use our Twitter handle. Like, you know, just go out there. Be great. Don't, don't go in with too much expectations. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, hang loose. Hang tough through through finals. I know a lot of our listeners are getting ready for finals, so um, get through that all right. Then it's summer. It's time to vacation, relax, chill. So, um, yeah, we'll have another, another episode next week. Um, get you through finals, so... All right. Well, thanks for uh, spending some time with us today. And, you know, if you made it this far in the the podcast, if you listened all the way to the end, you're a real one. And uh, I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, look for more coming out soon. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.